0: welcome to Bubba Mices. Today we will be hearing the story of The Rooster Prince, written and performed for you by me, Jodi. Before we begin, we'd like to thank all our listeners who have been rating and reviewing us and telling their friends. Please also remember that you can support our podcast by going to patreon.com and supporting Bubba Mices. With that, we'd like to thank Itai, Ami Ailey, Kobe, and Nadav from Tokoa, Israel, Ashley from Cleveland, Ohio, and Ethan and Lily from Texas. Thanks so much, guys, for supporting Bubba Prince Benjamin had just gotten home from school. It was 4.15 p.m. Of course, the entire kingdom knew this because the entire kingdom knew everything Prince Benjamin did. He was the prince, after all. Hi, Mom, Benjamin called out as he dropped his backpack to the floor. Bon-Bon, his mother said, hurrying over and blocking his route. Though Benjamin was a prince, it turns out there were many things he could not control. One of the biggest things he couldn't control was his mom. And among the many things that annoyed him, the fact that his mom still called him his baby nickname was the worst. Welcome home, Bunny. Mommy's been waiting for you. Are you hungry? Thirsty? What does my bun bun need to recover from such an intense day at school? Don't worry, Mom. I already ate with Avi, Benjamin said. He shared his awesome Mr. Burger Buffalo Burger with me. Hey, you'll never guess what we learned about at school today. Oh, tell me everything, his mom gushed, grabbing a yellow book with gold-foiled edges entitled Prince Benjamin, the Unbelievable. She took out a diamond-studded pen and got ready to write. Ah, Mom, I don't know if it's yellow book material. You may just need, uh, the blue book, Benjamin said, running and grabbing the book. Benjamin Levin, nothing short of amazing. Oh, thank you, Bun-Bun. What would I do without you? She said as she pulled him into a hug and tried to kiss him. He was able to dodge most of the kiss, so it just landed on his ear. Okay, so today we started learning about chickens and science. Did you know if a chicken falls asleep in an unprotected place, he will just sleep and not move even if it starts raining or snowing on him? Or that they actually do depend on dark to sleep and dawn to wake up. Or that red earlobed chickens lay brown eggs and uh, white earlobed chickens lay white eggs. Wait, wait, Bun Bun, I'm at earlobe. I didn't know they have earlobes. Can you repeat that? Mom, Benjamin said annoyed. They both knew that every word being said was being recorded anyhow. In fact, on every TV in the kingdom, His words would be scrolling on the screen as he spoke them. But his mom really liked to do these projects, and milestone books were one of them. Never mind, Bun-Bun. It's my mistake. I'll work on writing faster to be ready tomorrow, she said, kneeling down in front of Benjamin and putting her hand on his shoulder. Thank you for your patience. What will you be doing now? Benjamin thought for a moment. Um... I think I'll go to the studio and try to draw a rooster. What a wonderful idea, Bunny! I'll send Olivia right down in case you should need any instructions or special materials. I'll have them ready to display for your picture in the east wing. Oh, this is so exciting! She pulled out her cell phone and began sending messages, finally leaving him alone for a minute. It was hard being the prince, but most of the time Benjamin tried to act like just a normal kid. Though, of course, he wasn't really sure what that even meant. He was sure that most of the time he had this heavy feeling of embarrassment for the way he was treated and the way his mom sort of did things for him, but also how everyone always seemed to be so involved in everything. He couldn't think of a time that Avi had to have the most revered artist in the world come watch over his shoulder and make sure he was remembering to start with the focal point. And when Avi wanted to draw, he just seemed to sit down and do it. Sometimes even sitting right on the floor with broken crayons and fending off his baby brother from destroying it all. Some kids had all the luck. He spent the next several hours in his art studio painting chickens. When he finished up, he didn't even stay to watch Olivia frame and hang his picture like he sometimes did. He knew he could just see it on the nightly news or catch a royal blog to see the kingdom's reaction to his latest masterpiece. That night, he went to sleep as soon as it became dusk, making sure to first turn off all the lights around. He happily wondered if he could sleep the 15 hours a chicken could in the dark. The next morning, Benjamin woke up the second the sun started to be the focal point on the horizon. He sat, intently watching the entire sunrise, until he noticed he was actually late in getting ready for school. It wasn't a big deal, of course. He knew school only started when he got there anyway. And of course, when he got home from school, his mom was there, waiting for him, with her, I've got a surprise for you look. Bon, bon, she chortled. I've got a surprise for you. Of course she did. Benjamin smiled and tried to act as excited as she was. He figured it would be about four chickens, which would be great, unless she had a big surprise. Then it was probably an entire chicken coop or poultry farm or something. He stifled a yawn. (laughs) A farm. (sighs) He already had a zoo. I got you a poultry farm, she exclaimed, grabbing his hand, shoving a pair of binoculars in them and pointing. Now you have 15,000 chickens, including over 60 kinds. There's frizzies and cornishes and... Buckeyes, and oh, you know, all the kinds. I'll have Yonatan take you for a ride in the safari jeep later to see them all. Plus, there's four chickens in a coop I built next to your room. Yay, Benjamin said, trying to sound excited. Maybe one chicken would have been great. He wondered if four chickens would keep each other from getting the right amount of sleep they liked. he would have to remember to ask whatever animal expert was around setting this thing up. He knew visually the poultry farm would go well with his picture and everything. The prince is into chickens. It was the whole media package. But uh, he wasn't even sure he wanted one chicken. If they slept so much, maybe they wouldn't even be fun. And there's more bonbon! Of course there was more. I have lunch ready, she said, pointing to a Mr. Burger restaurant that had apparently been built in their kitchen. These hamburgers are just what Avi had, only fresh off the grill and perfect. Should we call to invite him to taste the Prince's Perfect Burger? Or just send him the video of you eating? Benjamin was really trying to be patient. It's not like this wasn't a surprise. His mom's surprises happened almost on a daily basis. The entire kingdom functioned according to what he did. But the thought of sending poor Avi a video of his very own Mr. Burger Burger suddenly seemed too much. He could just imagine how jealous Avi would feel about his perfect burger. He pictured Avi taking it all in, first watching the burger with big brown eyes, then zooming out enough to notice Benjamin's designer clothes and custom LeBron sneakers, and then zooming out more to his zoo and all 15,000 chickens. And he realized he was not, simply could not, be a regular kid. His mom was still talking about his face being used in Mister Burger commercials or something, but he couldn't hear her. He just turned around. First, he took off the LeBron sneakers and tossed them aside. He threw his shirt and pants to the ground, and to everyone's surprise, stood there in his underwear. <gasps> Bonbon? We? Uh, oh, we can see your bonbons. His mother gasped, running over to him. Bunny, what are you doing? Bunny, do you want to go swimming? Do you need a bath? Are you feeling itchy? Benjamin took one look at her and just couldn't take it anymore. Cock-a-doodle-doo, he said. He threw out his arms and pretended to be a rooster. Cock-a-doodle-doo, he screamed louder putting his face to the ground and pretending to peck at something yellow on the ground? And that was that. Benjamin had decided that he would be a rooster. And while the kingdom shifted into the chicken mode, Benjamin shifted too, into a very simple, very stubborn life. He refused to speak or eat until they threw him little pieces of bread or seeds on the ground. He refused to sleep in a bed, but instead climbed to the top of the roof as his perch. Bun-bun! Enough of this! His mom would plead with him. What? Benjamin would squawk back at her and strut away. In desperation, his mother piled a mountain of all of his favorite things near him. Benjamin didn't even notice. So his mother began looking for outside help. She advertised a million dollar reward to the person who could get Benjamin to come to his senses and fly the chicken brain coop. She first called in Shazami, the famous world-renowned magician, hoping he would be able to change Benjamin's bird brain attitude. Shazami carefully put popcorn kernels leading into a giant box painted to look like a clock. As soon as Benjamin walked over to investigate, Shazami closed the box and said the magic words. Hickory dickory dock, a chicken ran in the clock. Benjamin did too, as any kid would do, and now he's eating popcorn like the kid we once knew! Shazammy opened the box, expecting to see Benjamin sitting there and eating popcorn by the handful like any normal child. But alas, instead Benjamin just darted his head in sudden movements, as he strained his neck to reach every kernel on the ground with his mouth. Next, his mom had Henry, the rapper, come to cluck off an inspirational rap. Yo, yo, bird, Bird bird-feathered friend, yo, yo, bird-feathered friend. it again, trying to be some kind of trend, but bird feathered friend, friend, bird feathered friend, got to remember, birds in, the birds in the hip, birds be off the grid, bird feathered friend, Being a kid Go Back to being a Kid No such luck Benjamin didn't even pick up his head To look at Henry Exasperated His mom demanded the comic laugh doodle Come to crack Benjamin out of his eggshell idea Hey kid Why'd the chicken cross the road? Benjamin looked at him blankly Trying hard not to blink at all. To cock a doodle do something like a kid. Now, why don't you try? <laughs> Benjamin stretched out his arms and flamboyantly waved. Walk! Distraught, Benjamin's mom looked on and started to cry. Nothing was working. Suddenly, she felt a tap on the shoulder. Looking up, she saw a skinny old man next to her. He was dressed in baggy, torn shorts and a stained T-shirt. It looked like he was even missing some teeth. I think I know what's bothering Benjamin and how to help him, he said. Benjamin's mom looked at the man in disgust. (laughs) I've had everyone who is anyone already try, she sobbed. What could you possibly do? (laughs) I'm going to pluck the chicken right out of him, he said. Before Benjamin's mom could even respond, the old man started walking off, with his knees turned out and his back hunched over. When he got close to Benjamin, he dropped his head to the ground, him no attention and started pecking at the sunflower seeds that littered the ground. Benjamin tried not to act any different or show that he even noticed the newcomer but of course he could not believe that someone else would want to be a chicken. He watched out of the corner of his eye as the old man tried to chew the seeds with the few teeth that he had. Benjamin felt so sorry for the poor man. It didn't seem like he was having much luck opening any of the seeds. Not looking at the man, Benjamin started cracking some sunflower shells and pushing the seeds toward him. The old man happily came over and started eating the pile of seeds. (coughs) Mwawk, he called to Benjamin, and then stood up, puffing out his chest and standing straight. Benjamin understood a thank you, no matter what language it was spoken in. The day passed, and by nightfall, Benjamin and the man seemed to have fallen into a rhythm of accepting the other's position in the pen while keeping some distance. With nightfall, the weather began to get much colder. Benjamin noticed how cold the old man looked. Perhaps the old man was here, acting like a chicken, because Benjamin had had the idea in the first place. What if it was his influence that had caused the old man to be shaking from cold in his unsheltered spot? Benjamin felt so sorry that he waddled over to his mother's must-have pile and pulled out the fuzzy comfort camping blanket in evergreen. The old man eyed the blanket cautiously as Benjamin laid it at his feet. He slowly picked it up and with shaking hands wrapped up in it. As Benjamin climbed up his perch, the old man began squatting down, placing his head under his arm to get comfortable. Benjamin looked on and felt sadness overtake him. He simply could not let the old man sit in such an uncomfortable way, even if it really was how chickens slept. Benjamin climbed back down and began building a nest for the old man to sit in. With another look of gratitude aimed at Benjamin, the old man hobbled into the nest. Benjamin looked at the old man again and began to feel different. He began to feel happy. When the sun woke the world a few hours later, both the old man and Benjamin joined together in their daylight greeting song. This is the life, isn't it? The man asked Benjamin, suddenly breaking their unspoken oath of chicken speak. Simplicity is best. Who needs anything more than this? Benjamin looked at the frail old man. He had also felt content thinking of nothing and doing nothing and acting like a chicken. But the man suddenly made him remember things that he had missed. He missed speaking to people. He missed doing different things every day. And most importantly, he missed being able to help people. Benjamin stood up as tall as he could. You know what? he asked the man. "'I think I'm tired of being a chicken.' "'And why is that?' the man asked. "'Because every day was the same until you came. "'I'd just eat seeds and then preen my feathers "'and then sleep and then start over again. "'And when you came, "'I didn't just worry about food or where I would sleep. "'I started to worry about you.' And what's so special about that? Asked the old man. Benjamin explained how he had spent his entire life having everything he wanted and how he was tired of being treated differently than everyone else. I just wanted to be simple, he said. And being a chicken was great, but I'm still a... a prince? the old man interrupted. No, I'm a person. And I guess there are times when it's good to be a chicken, like when you just want to get away from all the stuff. But sometimes it's better to just be a person with other people. You know, to talk to them and play with them. and Maybe even help them. Like you did for me, the old man said, hugging Benjamin tight. And like you did for me. Benjamin said, hugging him back.